Hello and welcome to the Thoughts on Money podcast, what we like to call Tom. You're here with Trevor Cummings, not only the host of the podcast, but the author of the Tom blog. This week we're going to be talking about an irrelevant metric. I took that term from an article David Bonson wrote recently. Actually, maybe not an article. Maybe he only used that term in the podcast. But if you listen to the Dividend Cafe podcast, he is talking about what are all-time highs. And let's talk about what an all-time high is. The market, stock market, you can measure it by S&P 500 or Dow Jones Industrial Average or the NASDAQ. When one of those indexes, indices, hits its peak in price, meaning it's never hit that price before, we call that an all-time high. So... A lot of investors ask this common question, which I would say is a valid question, and they want to say, hey, is it safe to invest when markets are at an all-time high? What I talk about in the article is that it's almost unavoidable that our instincts about investing, we gather them from the natural world. And we might look at something as like gravity, that, hey, anything that goes up must come down. That's a concept that feels like it's grilled into our brain. So when we hear something like markets are at an all-time high, our natural reaction is like, oh, that must be an apex. It must be um, headed negative after this. And it could scare us a little bit out of, out of investing in the market. What David talks about in the Dividend Cafe, which I love, and he highlights this, is, hey, over the last decade, over the last 10 years, there have been 215 all-time highs. And he says that the last 214 have made people look foolish if they took this idea that an all-time high meant it was a great idea to sell all your investments, sit on the sideline with cash, and wait for a better re-entry point. So we really need to slow down and not just make these assumptions about what all-time highs might mean for our investments, and let's look at the evidence. So what I included in today's article was a little research paper written by an investment manager by the name of Meb Faber. And he did something really interesting. And I liked it because it, it very much isolated this idea of what does it look like when you're constantly investing in all-time highs. So he made up a super simple system. He did a back test going all the way back to 1926. And he made a simple rule that, hey, if stocks hit an all-time high, that was a trigger to own stocks the next month. If they didn't hit an all-time high, you would just own bonds. This is a simple back test to kind of see, hey, what would this play out if you were always an investor at all-time highs? And if they weren't all-time highs, you weren't investing. Uh, I included the chart that you'll want to go uh, to, to the article to see. But the crazy thing is you go from 1926 all the way up to, I think he goes up to 2016 in, in the graph. And you'll see that this little system he made up actually did better than just buy and hold world stocks. So... What you can derive from that is, one, you definitely should not be scared of all-time highs. What you don't want to derive from that is that, hey, here's a great little system we figured out that you only invest in all-time highs and otherwise you, you own bonds. No, that, that's not what you want to gather from the graph. The reason that that wouldn't be true is part of the contribution or the attribution to, to the return and that performance over that time is the fact that when you're going from stocks and bonds, you have this level of diversification and that is additive. So we don't want to derive the wrong conclusion from the graph, but I did think it was pretty amazing that if an investor was always just buying at all-time highs, that they ended up better off than if they were just a buy-and-hold investor. Why I think that's amazing, because it should be, for somebody that works in the industry like me, I guess it should be intuitive, because markets have this velocity or this momentum of um, kind of up and to the right, that businesses are working very hard 
to improve efficiencies, to improve productivity, to beat their year-over-year numbers, to be more profitable than they were in the past. And because of that tenacity of, of the American business, we find that the stock market continues to basically be a plow horse and to continue to perform well. So, moral of the story, what does an all-time high mean to you? Nothing. Um, I will tell you what it means for financial media. It's going to make for a great headline. I will tell you what it means for for pundits that really thrive on that fear-mongering that um, Armageddon's coming tomorrow. It makes for really good things to write about. But what does it mean to you? It doesn't mean much. It means that markets are worth more today than they were yesterday. And guess what? In the future, they're going to be worth more today, more worth more in the future than they are today. It's how markets work. Again, the other thing I would gather from this that it's really important to have a financial plan because in that financial plan, you're designing the type of exposure you want to stocks and bonds and alternative investments and cash. And you're building those exposures based on two outcomes you're trying to produce. Not only a return outcome on how you want to compound your wealth, but the other outcome you're trying to focus on is risk. Right. The reason you might not have an all stock portfolio is that you're putting like what I've called on this uh, podcast before. You're putting these guardrails around your portfolio to say that you don't want to see the value fluctuate more than a, a certain extent. So really, it, even if all time highs did have some sort of signaling purpose that there could be negativity in the future, um, it, it wouldn't want to mean that you make wholesale change on your portfolio, right? That's why you do the financial planning. So you can design a portfolio that is optimal for your situation, that it would be tailored to you. So again, the two takeaways that I would say is one, and I guess this is a theme of a lot of our conversations, but you definitely should have a financial plan. That financial plan should be the driving force for what designs your portfolio and kind of the asset allocation. And second, all-time highs don't mean anything to you. Honestly, I would celebrate them because usually it means that the market, the economy, the general behavior of the investors and our sentiment is pretty strong. And sometimes that strong sentiment can have some momentum to it so that those all-time highs can carry. Usually when you're breaking all-time highs, guess what? Tomorrow you'll break a new all-time high and so on and so forth. You kind of break through some resistance level. So that's all I got for you this week. I hope you enjoyed the article. As we always ask, if you could leave comments and rate the podcast, we would really appreciate it. Um, until next week. The Bonson Group is registered with Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there's no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced here and will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and it's not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. The team in Hightower shall not be in any way liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. 
This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the team and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.